Hi, beautiful light of the world. I hope you're doing well today. I'm so glad that I was able to be part of your day and that I am so honored that you took time out to listen to me. It's truly such an honor. And I hope that this brings you joy and light to your life. Well, I don't have my microphone yet, so this will not be perfect. But this podcast, this space, is not about being perfect, so that's okay. That's what we're working on, beating perfection instead of trying to achieve it. Because, I mean, I know I tried that for the longest time, and it did not go anywhere. Because life's not perfect. And we're humans. We're not perfect. So why set a goal that isn't achievable? I mean, I didn't really plan on this <laughs> this episode being about perfectionism, but, I mean, looks like we're heading in that direction. Um, since I was a little girl, I remember... All my things, me having to be perfect. I know it wasn't always like that. I know when I was a kid, it wasn't like that. But I can't really pinpoint a time where my life wasn't like that. And I mean, it's sad when you think of it. Trying to achieve this unattainable goal and then being disappointed all the time and always feeling like a failure because it's it's not attainable. You can't You can't reach it. And then every time something in my life would go wrong on top of having to deal with it, I would be so insanely disappointed in myself because of the lack of perfection. Instead of just dealing with the problem being like, okay, this is something that life threw at me, but I'm going to face it. I'm going to get out of this stronger. No, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not perfect. I have to make it perfect. I have to fix it. I have to fix it. Instead of just allowing it to be and making the best out of it. You can't control what happens to you all the time. You can't. And if you have that idea in your head, you're going to be miserable and you're going to keep trying to control your life and it's going to keep disappointing you and stressing you. You're not going to live a happy life. I think that was the first step was realizing that perfection. Oh, that's my dog. As we were saying about perfectionism. So that's my dog. He has pretty bad anxiety, so you might hear him a lot in the background. And I'm sorry about that. As I said, the quality won't be the best. We're doing our best, and it's good enough. And that's what I learned. Um, I got really ill. I didn't know what was wrong with me for years, actually half my life. I'm 25, I became ill around 11, and I wasn't diagnosed till my early 20s, around 20, 21. So, I mean, (laughs) fighting perfectionism and an illness is the hardest thing I've ever went through. It wasn't just the illness that was hard to go through. It was the fact that I could not possibly be perfect because I couldn't keep up with my own body. And 
the idea that society has of being go, go, go all the time and achieving, I couldn't. I couldn't physically or mentally do it. And no one understands how you feel when you're ill, especially when you don't look sick. And even when I looked ill, it was still not understood. So it was really hard to accept my life as it was and accept my body as it was in my reality when it was the furthest thing from perfect that I could think of. And that's when I learned that perfection isn't the goal. It isn't. Your, your life's never going to be perfect. You can buy all the things in the world. You can achieve all the things in the world. And there's always going to be some kind of battle. It's just life. So instead, now I look at it as this is a battle I'm going to face. This is a battle I'm going to win. And I'm going to come out of this stronger. So instead of aiming for perfection, I try to just aim to be a light, to take whatever darkness comes at me and create my own light, to bring light to other people, to make good out of bad, to not let life get me down, to not let it destroy me, and to not lose sight of what's really important. Because at the end of the day, you can have all the things in the world and all the success, but if you are miserable and mean, what is it really worth? What did you get to achieve that? Is it worth it? Because, I mean, you can be a very happy person with minimal things. I'm not saying that you should just do nothing and just walk around smiling at everyone and not work for the rest of your life. But I'm saying you can find joy in absolutely everything, even pain, even sadness. You can find the good in that. You can find joy through that. And once you realize that you can make good out of everything, your life changes forever and your perspective changes forever and how you see other people changes and how you see challenges changes. Because this thing that was once seen as an imperfection, a mistake, something to fix is now something you grow from. Also, if you're listening to this, Go grab yourself a snack or water or, you know, just try to release the muscles in your neck. Take a deep breath. Tell yourself that you are worthy of love, that you are incredible as you are, that you are capable of incredible things. It's crazy the things we tell ourselves. I remember realizing hey if i was as hard on my as as i am on myself to other people and by the way i'm not going to cut anything out so if i st stumble over my words or if the dog barks or if you can hear my food or my spoon hitting my bowl that's just going to stay in because this whole episode's on perfectionism and i'm not going to let my perfectionism get the best of me and it's going to just be raw and real and that's okay. And I'm going to try not to over analyze it or listen to it too much because I know it's going to drive me crazy and I'm going to want to delete all of this. 
but I'm not going to. I'm going to fight it because that's how you beat perfectionism or anything in life by facing it head on. I completely lost track of my thoughts now. Oh no, that is a problem. I'm going to have to listen to this and then come back. Oh, yes, I remember. If we told other people, our friends, our family, the people we love, the things that we tell ourselves, would we have anyone left? I try really hard not to tell other people things I wouldn't want to hear. And I don't treat people in a way that I wouldn't want to be treated. And that includes myself now. So it's not just I won't tell myself things that I wouldn't tell another person. I don't even tell myself things that I wouldn't want someone else to tell me. So for example, I like people being honest with me. So if I have a problem, I like a friend that can tell me that I have a problem, but it doesn't have to be harshly. So for example, if I have trouble letting something go, if I think that someone said something or did something and I take it personally somehow and it's not personal and it's a, something that I have to work on, I want my friend to say, hey, I love you, but don't take that personally. You're incredible the way you are and that person's reaction or actions or words do not have anything to do with you. It's just something they're doing, like just something they're working on, something they're going through. Instead of someone saying, you're emotional, you're dramatic, you're such a baby, like that's not helpful. That That's not going to do anything for me other than make me feel terrible about myself. So I try really hard not to say that to other people or to myself anymore. So if I get very emotional and sad, I acknowledge that sadness. I try to understand where it's coming from. And then I tell myself, okay, what can you change about this situation and what can you not? And then I work on it. Calling myself names and putting myself down will go nowhere. I will just feel like crawling in a hole and never coming out of it. And I'm never going to better myself from that. And I'm never going to actually cope with that hurt. I'm just going to shove it down and act like it's not there. And that's not healthy. That is not helpful. It's just not. And I don't understand why it took me almost 25 years to realize that. Why aren't we taught to be kinder to ourselves? And I think that was an incredibly big part of facing my perfectionism was self-love. When I was trying to achieve perfection, that was the farthest thing from self-love because I wasn't accepting my mistakes. I wasn't accepting my flaws. I wasn't accepting what made me a unique human being. Most of my flaws, most of my trials or battles in life are the things that make me who I am. They are the things that make me able to help other people or understand other people or connect with other people. I've had so many people come up to me and just say, you had a huge impact on my life. And I had no idea. It's not like I 
directly really spoke to the person about anything. It's not like I went on a stage and spoke to millions of people about how to be inspirational or how to win a million dollars. No, they saw me face my battles and come out with a smile and hope and grace for myself. Grace to me is forgiveness and being kind and that's what I had to show myself. I hope this all makes sense. I know that my thought process can be all over the place, especially when I have no structure, but this one's on perfectionism, so I thought it was crucial that I just make it as raw as possible without a microphone, with a bowl of food in my hand, and no script. <laughs> so. Just see this as a friend talking to you about life. And I know I can't hear you. And I know I probably don't know you. Or maybe I do. Maybe you know me and this is how you found this. But maybe I don't know you. But I really want you to take this to heart. And realize that everything you go through, something good can come out of it. You can take all that bad and make something good out of it. So just be kind to yourself, you know? Just stop being so hard on yourself for things that don't go how you thought they would go in your head. I remember having such a picture of what my life would be like. And as hard as I tried, as hard as I pushed, it didn't turn out that way because that wasn't what was meant for me. God had... Other plans, as some would say, as I would say. And there's no judgment here. You can believe in whatever you want to believe in or not believe in. This is a free space. You don't need to feel judged. I might speak on it, and I hope that's okay with you. That's just part of my beliefs and part of my life, and it's a big part of what has made me who I am today. And sometimes I might give it glory because I mean that's where it lays that's where I found my light I see it in nature I see it in other people I see it in myself and it's through God that I see all those beautiful things and I honestly don't think I could have survived my battles or my life as far as it is now if it wasn't for my faith and for God truly with that said, I know that God and religion and spirituality can be a very taboo subject nowadays because sometimes people see Christians as judgmental or self-righteous or people that just kind of point the finger or look down at you. And I just want to make it very clear. I'm sorry about the dog. He's very sad about the fact that people see it that way. But I just want to make it clear that following God doesn't make you that kind of person. If you are that kind of person, that is because you are human and you are not perfect and people sin. But I'm just making it clear that being a Christian doesn't make you those things. I love everybody, no matter 
what your gender is, no matter what your color is, no matter who you love or what you believe, you are a beautiful human and I love you. Even if I don't know you, I love you as you are. And I try very hard not to judge other people. I think it is human nature that sometimes someone will do something that you don't personally agree with and judgment will come upon you. And I try really hard not to do that. And um, I think I've gotten a lot better through the years because I just kind of understand now that I don't know everything. I'm not God. I don't know everything in this world. I don't really, I, I don't have the right to judge someone else for how they live. Just like no one should be judging me for how I live. All that said, I hope that doesn't make you leave this talk because I know that sometimes it can leave a bad taste in some people's mouths because of past experience. And if you've had a bad experience with anyone that is Christian, I am so incredibly sorry. And I want you to know that that is not from God. God is love. And whether it's not love, so hate or judgment or discrimination, that's not from God. No matter what people will make you think, that is not from God. Um, again, we are not perfect humans. We all make mistakes, but he is perfect. So just know that that's not from him. And um, that I welcome you as you are, no matter what your beliefs are, and no matter who you are or who you love and i know i'm repeating myself now but i just want to make it crystal clear very off topic but that's okay because life's not perfect and neither is this talk but honestly fighting perfectionism is a great thing because perfectionism in itself think of it is not perfect Right? Like having a problem, an obsession with perfection is a problem in itself, which makes it imperfect. So chasing something to achieve perfection when in itself is not perfect makes no sense. It makes no sense. And often the things I would do for perfectionism were completely flawed. Like I would write something in university and I'd have a whole sheet written and one of my letters or something would be off and I'd have to start all over, or at least that's what I told myself. Why? It's not like anyone would see those. They were study notes. Those were mine and it made no sense. So I slowly had to stop and let go. I had to let go that false sense of what I thought life was supposed to be or how I was supposed to be, and I just started being. I just started being in the moment, doing the best I could, and my aim was to be a good human and take good care of myself and the people around me, and that's it. To be happy, loving, caring, take control of my own 
feelings and emotions and trying not to hurt others in the way. And I have never loved myself as much as I do now. And it's not in a, oh, like, I'm so great kind of way. It's a, I am this unique person with flaws and good things and bad things. And it's okay. I mean, my my birthmark is no longer being covered every single day, which I thought I had to do since I was in kindergarten because life, people, my mind convinced me that because it was different, it was a flaw. It was lack of perfection. It was ugly. It was weird. And you know what's funny? The people who love me the most tend to love that thing about me. And I think that's often how it is. My friends sometimes hate their freckles or something along those lines. And those are the things that make them so beautiful and unique. And it's so strange how we want to be unique, yet we want to blend in all at once. And we're so blessed to be completely different, all of us. None of us are the same. Even identical twins, you are not the same. And that is such a gift. I mean, lack of perfection is beautiful. It's incredible. I mean, look at nature. Nature is not perfect. Flowers aren't perfect. Trees aren't perfect. None of it's perfect, but it's beautiful. And can you imagine how boring life would be if everything was completely symmetrical, completely perfect, or whatever perfect is? Like, what is perfect? Really? Because everyone probably has a different idea of what perfect is. It's not attainable. It's not. It's really not. And I know this was all over the place. And I'm so sorry for that. But this wasn't perfect. I'm not perfect. No one is. And nothing is. And that is completely okay. Okay, you have no idea how badly I want to delete that. But like I said, this isn't scripted. So I'm not even sure if I'll be able to repeat myself. So I'm just going to keep it in. I don't know how to end this. I don't know. Should I just have ended it at It's a Dark World, Be a Light? Am I supposed to say goodbye? Am I supposed to say I love you? Usually when I hang up the phone with a loved one or a friend, I say I love you. So I guess goodbye. I love you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I don't know how to end. This is so uncomfortable. I, I want to end it. I want to end every episode the same way. Okay. Are you, is anyone able to like comment on this podcast? Is that something that can be done? If not, just follow me on Instagram. It's um, at become.the.sunshine. And just 
send me a message. Let's let's do that. Let's try to figure out how I can end these so I'm not just talking to myself for over a minute about how to end it. I, I would like to have the implementation of it's a dark world, be a light, but I feel like that's so vague and it's not really saying goodbye. So, okay. For now, I guess, goodbye. I love you. It's a dark world, be a light. I'd like to end this in a prayer. And if you don't believe in God and you believe in another God or you don't believe in anything, that's completely fine. You can just say this to your own self, your own heart, your own mind. Um, I mean, it's quite important to be kind to ourselves and speak good things to ourselves, so this can't do you harm. Or at least I hope it can't. I'm trying my very best to do nothing but bring joy and light into your life. I'm just going to go ahead now and say what I have to say, or hopefully put words together that make some kind of sense. I pray that everyone listening to this could completely understand my words as jumbled and all over the places they might have been. I hope it brings light and understanding and helps anyone listening to this break free of perfectionism and allows them to truly see their worth in this world and that everything that happens can be made good and that the aim is not perfection but to learn to learn with everything that happens and to take it and to create something incredible out of it and to see mistakes and flaws as stepping stones to achieve a greater purpose amen to that and I hope you all have a wonderful day or a good night's sleep and don't forget to be a light. It's a dark world. Next time. <laughs>